From Blackfoot to Teton, we've got your District 6 breakdown right here on the East Idaho PrepCast with Lance Taylor. That's right. Welcome into another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. Brandon Maney joined once again by Lance Taylor to break down everything District 6. Lance, how you been? Oh, man, been good. It's been a couple weeks. <clears throat> been a couple weeks. I was out of state and had some other things going on. I was in Minnesota, actually, last week at this time. Got back yesterday. Uh, so it's, um, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Lance. You get back into it. Right. I'll tell you that you are not the only uh, podcaster that doesn't have perfect attendance. We've had a lot of guys in and out of the lineup here over the past couple of weeks. But <laughs> Well, I wasn't a party. I just uh, was completely absent, you know. Right. So I did yeah. get a letter from my mother, though, you know, one of those excuse letters, but. Yeah, right. Yeah, you the signed note, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Well, while you were gone, Lance, uh, we had some exciting news here. The East Idaho Prep Cast has a sponsor, Pure Adrenaline Motorsports, proud to sponsor the uh, East Idaho Prep Cast. It's your source for pulse pounding adrenaline sports apparel and accessories that ensure you have what you need to unleash your inner beast. So, Pure Adrenaline Motorsports, thanks for uh stepping up and signing on to uh, sponsor the East Idaho Prep Cast. They've got a lot of cool gear and apparel, Lance. A lot. A lot of cool stuff. Yep. I love how you're wearing the the like business shirt and then but then you've got the hat and the and the glasses on top. It's uh right. I, got, I got that pure adrenaline hat, pure adrenaline glasses. You can see right there. Yeah. 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 I'm looks- repping it. I'm yeah, you are. You are repping the company well, that's for sure. Uh, who else is repping East Idaho well? Well, I would say the Idaho Falls Tigers, their football team, Lance. They're off to a 3-0 and start. I don't think anybody saw this coming. They, there wasn't much fanfare heading into the season for Idaho Falls. They went winless last year, uh, and they won over Thunder Ridge in their conference opener 21-12. to Yeah, they did, you know, and, and uh, the, certainly the step up uh, back up to 5A for Idaho Falls has, has been bumpy. There's no question about it. Uh, but, but they, um, boy, they're very, very impressive this season. Very, very impressive this season, you know, and, and of course, you know, another, another conference, conference opponent that they'll have this year is, is Highland. And next week, uh, Idaho Falls, you know, plays a century team that they'll be able to kind of gauge maybe where they're at versus Highland. Uh, it's a century team that took a thumping to Highland, you know, 45 to six. So, uh, you know, those are, those are some things that, uh, uh, that Idaho Falls will be able to see as they move along. But a 3-0 start was not on the radar for anybody, except for maybe Idaho Falls players. Well, I'll tell you that century game, they're probably going to be 4-0 after that. They have a great opportunity yep. there. And, th- and then it really gets tough. We're going we're gonna to find out how good Idaho Falls is because they will play uh, in consecutive weeks, Pocatello, Rigby, Skyline, Madison, Highland. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I mean, the only, uh, well, I, 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 I almost said the only non-conference game was Pocatello being 4 but Skyline's non-conference. However, Skyline is their rival. They share a football field and, and uh, that should be good as well. Yeah. So that's a very good team this year. Yes. So that Idaho Falls victory over Thunder Ridge was a game that we uh, broadcast on idahosports.com. And uh, I think the biggest improvement for Idaho Falls from what I've seen is they of course, have Kyan Jesperson back at running back, who was excellent last year. But Skylar Olson uh, really went from being an athlete that was playing quarterback to an actual to to a quarterback that's got really good skills. His improvement 
uh, from his junior year last year to now his senior season this year, I think is the biggest reason for Idaho Falls' turnaround. He's looked he's looked uh, really well back there at quarterback. So, yeah, I agree, and it's such an important position. There's no question about it. You know, and uh, when quarterback doesn't play well, teams don't do well. That's yep. just the bottom line. Unless they've got running backs that are just out of this world. But a quarterback has to play well, and and uh, you know, along with you, I I give that credit uh, to Idaho Falls' success this year thus far. So they are three and zero. Who else is three and zero? Well, Rigby is three and zero. They the big matchup I think everybody was excited to see was Friday night in Holt Arena. They kicked off at yeah. eight fifteen on Friday night as part of a doubleheader that didn't involve any of the Pocatello schools. So that was kind of interesting on Friday night. Um, Rigby was playing Skyline and. If you remember last year, Skyline's only loss in the season came to Rigby, and Skyline actually had the lead, but Rigby rallied back with a couple of fourth-quarter touchdowns and ended up winning 28-14. to 14. Pretty impressive game for both teams. Yeah, yeah, very much for sure. You know, and, and the thing is, you look at a, uh, you know, at a, at a Rigby team, of course, they play Hillcrest next week, which is, is a real struggle, but then they get into their conference season as well. You got Thunder Ridge, you got Idaho Falls. Uh, you know, they got Highland Madison. They do have Blackfoot in the middle of that as well. But but Rigby is rolling. And as I look down their schedule, I really don't see a loss on that schedule. Yeah, I think the the the, the one game everybody is trying to focus on is uh, maybe that Highland game at the end of the year. But Rigby's going to host that game and um, they'll, they'll have a great opportunity. That's for sure. So let's talk about some of the other scores. You know, another team that I wanted to highlight from the 5A ranks is Madison. The yeah. Madison Bobcats uh, come out with their second win of the year, 35-7 to seven over a Hillcrest team that's that's struggling right now. But uh, Madison, what do you see from this 2-1 and one team? Uh, well, Madison matched their win total from last year already. And uh, and so Ma- Ma- Madison's got a solid team, uh, whether they're going to be, you know, in, in the upper part of that group uh, in District 5-6, uh, w- we'll see. But but Madison does have a solid team, and, and I think they're one of those teams that uh, that is good enough uh, that if other team, if the upper tier teams in their conference don't show up to really play hard, uh, Madison is good enough to beat those teams if, if that is the case. So Madison two and one, Rigby three and zero. Oh. Thunder Ridge, uh, we thought maybe could be the third best team this year, but they fall to to Idaho Falls. I, I think it's going to be uh, pretty interesting to see how those three teams all fight it out. Thunder Ridge, Madison, and and Idaho Falls should be pretty interesting to watch. So yeah, yeah, I think so as well. I think that's something that we're going to have to uh, have to certainly keep an eye on uh, as the season goes on. But again, the surprise there is Idaho Falls, and uh, you know how how Idaho Falls ends up, we don't know. Because I can't look at their at their schedule and for the most part say, yeah, that's that's a for sure win. That's a that's going to be a loss. You know, I, I just can't do that. Uh, we just don't know enough about them yet. But we but what we do know is good. Yep. Uh, so uh, among the four A teams, in the High Country Conference, we talked about uh, Hillcrest falling to Madison Skyline. You know, I think they have a lot to be encouraged by. You know, they're one and two, but if you look at it, uh, they lost on a last second field goal in the season opener at the Rocky Mountain Rumble. Well, and, and then, a fluke of a block punt too, leading into that. I actually was on the call for that game with Lauren Jensen. Yeah, uh, they they very well and probably should be uh, two and one. Yeah, and and then they had the lead uh, against Rigby uh, in that second loss, and so they're one and two. But I think if you look at the polls, the coaches' poll just came out this morning. Skyline is still the top ranked team in four A, despite yeah. that one and two record, and I think that's well earned. I, I still think Skyline is a very very good team this year. Absolutely. Well, you look how well they played against Rigby. 
you know, Rigby had to come back to win that game and, uh, and, and, you know, get those touchdowns in the second half in order to do it in the fourth quarter. So it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's a skyline team. That's, that's going to be very good. I mean, they, they are still at this point, my pick to win the 4A state championship. However, uh, everyone's kind of got their eye on Middleton a little bit as well. Middleton dropped 70 points, you know, uh, on Friday night. So, uh, you know, as you look to the other side of the state, I know that we don't cover them in our prep cast other than just references. And that's certainly a reference as uh, teams are going to take a peek at that. Yeah. Middleton lost that big uh, non-conference matchup with Minico from the great basin conference. And Minico looks like the team to beat in, in district four. I, yeah. I think uh, real quick in district three, I think it's going to be just like last year, Lance, where there's five teams, Bishop Kelly, Nampa, Valley view, Middleton, and uh, Emmett, and I think they're all going to beat up on each other. And I think all five will get to the playoffs, but I, I think it's going to be interesting to watch that. As, yeah, as well, and Emmett shut out Bishop Kelly. Yes, you know, uh, over the weekend. So that uh, that'll be that'll be very interesting as well. You know, I'm I, I'm still down here in five six. I'm still uh, or, or in district five. I'm I'm still a little bit um, perplexed with Blackfoot. I I really don't know what to expect out of Blackfoot. You know, they they did get the win over Snake River, uh, kind of a semi rival game for them. Obviously, you know, you know, different school sizes, but but nonetheless, you do have players that kind of cross over from those two different school districts. Uh, but, uh, Blackfoot to me is kind of the, you know, the, the unknown in that Preston's playing well, uh, uh, Hillcrest, uh, I think will ultimately end up coming out the bottom of that conference this year. This is just not the year for them. I think they're playing hard. Uh, I think it's just a, a talent issue at this time. And Shelly is looking pretty dang good. Yeah, let's let's talk about Shelly for a second, Lance, because we we had the broadcast of their game against Jerome on Friday night. I was yeah. there broadcasting with Sean Kane, and I'll tell you, I was really really impressed with Shelly. I knew coming in that they were good, but it was like, well, they've kind of had two low scoring games. Yeah, they're two and zero. The defense probably is good, but offensively, what is this team about? Well, I think they didn't leave any questions as they just blew past Jerome in a 49 to seven victory they've got about five different guys that can all handle the rock can all carry the ball and all five are capable of putting up 100 yards and a couple touchdowns week in week out so that's right they i mean they put up uh three touchdowns against the sugar salem team that is uh that has a very good defense the sugar salem team that that has struggled to pick up wins thus far this year but picked up one on star valley over the weekend uh you know star valley would be a 4a school here uh, if they were in Idaho, but you know, they start out with that win over Preston and for a, a, uh, Shelly team that has struggled, uh, not just in fo football, but in, in, in their other men's sports over the last few years, uh, Shelly's got to be feeling very good about their three and O start. You know, they, they, uh, they're at Canyon Ridge next week and then home against Shelly or pardon me, home against Hillcrest and, and then Bonneville. And those are really three other games that they should pick up victories on. Yeah, they've got a great chance to be. We're talking six and zero oh, yeah. heading into the the stretch where they're going to play Blackfoot and and Skyline, and then we'll find yeah. out for sure. But Riker Klinger was our IdahoSports.com player of the game. Uh, he took the opening kickoff of the second half back, ninety nine yards for a touchdown. He had a couple rushing touchdowns. I mean, I was just really impressed with Shelley. They fly yeah. around on defense. Their front seven is we still, Tommy Bradshaw's a great defensive back. There, there's a lot to like with that Shelley team. Blackfoot, you mentioned it. They're kind of a. I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. They're they're one and two. Their two losses were by a single point each to yeah. a pair of five A opponents, Idaho Falls and Thunder Ridge, and then. 
I thought, okay, coming into the Snake River matchup, Snake River's kind of licking their wounds after that uh, big loss against Westside. Wow. It was, it was actually awesome. a pretty close game. And yeah, you, you know, uh, and, and again, Black Blackfoot uh, to me right now in that conference is kind of the Madison this year that that they seem to have the talent there. Whether they're going to be able to step up and and beat the powers within the conference, we will see. But uh, but Blackfoot appears to have the talent that it takes. Uh, it's just going to come down. Uh, you know, again, their their two and one record is, uh, or pardon me, one or two record is not as. Uh, necessarily as the record itself says like you say they got a couple one point losses to thunder ridge to idaho falls uh so so i think that uh you know the rest of their season again i, I can't look down and say this is a for sure win and this is a for sure loss it's just one of those teams yeah they do have some talent obviously javante king at wide receiver uh he had maybe the catch of the year i don't know if you saw a picture of it lance or not but the idaho state journal had, had a really good uh, image of it where he did the Odell Beckham Jr. He basically yeah, one-handed. Yeah, stretched up and out and one-handed and he's falling to his back and it, it was really impressive uh, to see that. So yeah, I think Blackfoot still is a team that's going to be very much in the discussion and it's that's why you can't just look at the records this time of year. You have to have the context behind the records and that's why you should tune into the East Idaho Prepcast each and every week because we'll that's give right. you that context. Yeah. Well, I you know I think another example is you know you look up north of Coeur d'Alene. You know, people look at what happened their opening game. Well, that came against a 6A Utah school, a good Lehigh team. And, uh, you know, people might think, oh, wow, Coeur d'Alene's down this year. Well, <laughs> Coeur d'Alene is still a team to be reckoned with uh, in 5A in the state yeah. of Idaho. So, so records don't always show uh, what a team's potential will be or certainly what the outcome will be at the end of the season. And Blackfoot might fall under that range. We just don't know. Yep, for sure. Let's transition to the 3A level. Sugar Salem uh, travels to Afton, Wyoming to get their first victory of the season over Star yeah. Valley, 22 to 6. It was kind of a weird game, Lance. There was like a power citywide power yeah. outage in the middle of the game and it got delayed, and but they they persevered and won. You know, I was actually reading some comments from some some Sugar fans and and their their comments were just how uh how happy they were with the with the Star Valley fans that when the power went out and stuff, you know, they're just cheering for their team still, and and uh, and that it was a really fun environment to be. And like I said, I was back in in Minnesota, so I, I didn't get a chance to see that game. I only had the opportunity, like most of these games, just to follow it. And I did catch some fan comments on that, but yeah, I had some power issues and and stuff. But at, at the end, you know, Sugar's got to be happy pulling out their first victory of the year, you know, especially after you know, three, uh, you know, state championship, uh, you know, in a row, they, they've got to be able to, uh, you know, this team, you do not want to be the team to break that streak. And this team starting out 0-2, uh, I think they felt that that was kind of a must win going in this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other 3A game was a 3A versus 2A matchup in West Jefferson. Nips Teton 26-21. to So Teton drops to 0-3. They've been very competitive so far in their three games. And and West Jefferson at 2-1. You know, what do we think about this West Jefferson team? Yeah, this West Jefferson team could, could uh, you know, step up and, and uh, you know, sneak in some victories where people might not expect them. Of course, you know, you have uh, certainly have North Fremont, Firth, that are at the top of that conference. And uh, and are looking very very good uh, doing it, but I think uh, I think West J is another one of those teams with that factor that they they're good enough that if uh, maybe one of those uh, two top tier teams don't uh, show up fully ready some night, West J could potentially step step up and pick up a win. 
Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, let's talk about that two-way nuclear conference. Uh, Firth and North Fremont at the top still. Yeah. Firth, a big win over Bear Lake, 45-8. to eight. North yeah. Fremont, a 54-8 to eight win over Malad. Who impresses you more so far, Firth or North Fremont? Well, it's a hard question, you know, I know. <laughs> it, it, it is a tough question. Uh, you know, I'd have to say North, just I've had an opportunity to see him, you know. Uh, I, I think North is a uh, – uh, I, 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 and, again, that's a toss-up. <laughs> Firth could be right there with them as well. Uh, and, I, and I don't see, with the exception of, of West Jefferson, uh, I really don't see another team in that conference really stepping up and, and uh, you know, and really challenging up there. I mean, you know, Ryrie had the big win over the weekend, the 44 nothing, you know, shutout over Valley. However, uh, Valley's not a very good team. Uh, so, you know, it will be interesting. But it's, it's going to come down, in my opinion, to Firth and North Fremont. Yeah, I think my dog was trying to answer the question too. There, she was barking. Yeah. Firth, Firth. <laughs> Usually been my dog. Usually been my dog that does that. But yeah, office today instead of a home. So right. Yeah. Hopefully she can remain calm. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to put her in timeout. So oh yeah, there she goes. Okay, she's left the building. Yeah. Uh, so I to me, Firth has been more impressive. Right? They lose to Westside in overtime. North Fremont, I I thought kind of started slow, and I was. Uh, yeah, they're three and zero, but but their first couple of games, I, I expected them to be bigger margins of victory, and now maybe yeah. they're figuring things out. I mean, three and zero is three and zero, and they're still going to be in the mix. But well, and 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 two, and and to go along with your point there, you know, on first side of the argument there, <clears throat> I mean, first only loss came to a phenomenal West Side team, twenty to twenty six. And, uh, I mean, you're, you're talking a West side team that only one team has even scored on them this year. And that was Firth. you know, they shut out, uh, uh, snake river. Uh, they turned around, they shut out marsh Valley. Uh, what I think is, is actually a fairly decent marsh Valley team. And so, uh, you know, Firth, uh, you know, you very well could be right. Firth could be the better of those two teams. Let's talk about the one A's, uh, Butte County, Butte County. I've been banging the drum for all season long. They have sure. another uh, nice victory over Rockland 56 to 12. They're three, and oh, and I, I think they're going to be squarely in the, in the conversation for final four in the one A D one ranks. Yeah, I think they are too. You know, I thought, uh, I, you know, at the first of the season, I kind of put grace up in there. Grace took really a licking over the weekend to Raft river. Uh, but, but I think, uh, I think when it comes to, uh, Butte County, um, I've, I've started putting my, uh, both feet into their camp, so to speak. Other games, uh, that we saw over the weekend, Water Springs defeated Mackey 58 to 12. That was a conference game as Mackey is back competing in the, uh, Rocky Mountain Conference. And yeah, and I actually have, I'm, I'm covering with Lauren Jensen, the Water Springs Grace game this Friday. Yeah. Well, so, you know, get a first opportunity to really take a good look at them. Drew Plocker is a really, really fine player for Water Springs. Yeah. The big question was, how are you going to replace Matt Almgren as he graduated? I think Drew Plocker is more than capable of holding up his end of the bargain there. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice win for Water Springs there as well. Let's preview this upcoming slate of games. Uh, kind of give you the board here, Lance. Is there a particular game that you've got your eye on? Uh, let, let's talk about the ones that we're going to be broadcasting, right? We, we talked about the Water Springs Grace game, but uh, but also at Ravston Stadium. I can't believe they're playing this early. It's Blackfoot against Skyline. 
Yeah, yeah, Blackfoot and Skyline. Uh, and, and, and again, there's a lot of unknowns about Blackfoot. I have Skyline picked to win that game. Uh, but, man, Blackfoot could really step up and make that a game, if not pick up a victory on that. Yeah, you know, there's one other team before we get in that that I do want to mention. Another 3-0 school down here in the south is uh, is South Fremont. South Fremont, three wins, you know, Timberlake, Salmon, Aberdeen, uh, shut out Salmon, 48-0. Salmon's not a good team, but they did what they should against a team that's not good, you know. And we'll get a good look as they go down to a very good Firth team this week. So this is the first of the major tests for South Fremont as they go into this game 3-0. Yeah, I, I totally uh, forgot to mention them. Yeah, that was a nice win over Aberdeen, which is a 2A team that's going to uh, go deep into the playoffs, I think, this year. Yeah, they uh, have that potential. Yeah, so yeah, yeah South South Fremont for sure is going to be a, a fantastic yeah. team to watch also. Well, so. that, and that was against an Aberdeen team that already has a win over another 3A school this year in American Falls. So, uh, you know, I think Aberdeen went into that game expecting to be able to win that. And yeah. South Fremont handled them. Very, very well. That game was actually played in Aberdeen, but 34-16, that's a, that's a pretty good-sized victory. Yeah, I think South Fremont at Firth, probably the second-best matchup on the card behind Skyline and Blackfoot. Otherwise, you know, I'm looking at, you know, Sugar Salem at Marsh Valley, I think might be the, the third-best one, or maybe Butte County at Raft River. I think both of those. Let's, let's talk about Sugar at Marsh Valley first. Both of these teams are one and two, which I don't think a lot of people anticipated coming into the season. No, no, I don't think so. And, and, you know, when you look at Marsh Valley, well, I, well, let's, let's kind of back up just a little bit. Both Marsh Valley and Sugar played in the Rocky Mountain Rumble. Uh, Morgan High School beat Sugar 3-20. to 20. Uh, And then Sugar lost to Shelly on homecoming game. And, you know, before uh, going and picking up that win in, in Star Valley. Now, Marsh Valley, I, to be honest with you, I felt last week was a shocker. I thought if, if not make it, making it closer, they might actually step up and beat west side but they're another one of those teams that could very well uh be two and one in um sorry there's my phone going off uh could be two and one as well like we talked about skyline you know because theirs was was uh, right down to the last second uh, against beaver high school as well in that rocky mountain rumble and then of course they they, they shut out got the big win over teton 36 nothing but but to get goose egged uh by west side was a shocker to me. And I think we're going to learn a lot about both Westside and Sugar Salem this weekend. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Westside hosting uh, Cole Valley Christian, which is going to be a fantastic 2A matchup in District 5. Uh, yeah. And let's let's talk about Butte County and Raft River. These are two of my teams I've really been banging the drum for this year at the 1A D1 level, Lance. I've had Raft River as my number one team all season long from the preseason through this point uh, i'm the only person in the media who keeps picking raft river as the number one team uh and then i've had butte county in my top five all season long as well where uh they didn't really emerge in the top five until last week so these are two teams that i'm really high on and even with a loss i think we could learn a lot about butte county but if a win would really vault the butte county up well butte county's put up 77 60 and 56 points you know, that's a lot of points to put on the board. Uh, and, uh, you know, you got, uh, of course, Raft River with that, you know, big win over Clearwater Valley, shut them out, big one over Grace, a Grace team that I thought was actually going to be pretty good this year. Uh, and uh, and and uh, we'll see. I think if you, if you line those two teams up, I think Butte has the more powerful offense in that. So, so I think the onus is going to be upon Raft River to be able to, to uh, step up and see if, if their defense can hang. 
Yeah, I agree. Trevor can put points up on the board too. I just don't think they're quite as uh, prolific at it as Butte County has turned out to be. Yeah, Coach Thorngren's got a good good group of skill guys this year at Butte County, yeah. that's for sure. So, yeah, those are some of the games we're keeping an eye on. And, again, we'll have two broadcasts for you Friday, almost like a, like a double header in District 6, right? At 4 p.m., you've got Water Springs hosting uh, Grace, right? Yep. And that'll be at 4 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock inside Ravston Stadium, it'll be Blackfoot taking on Skyline, both of those on IdahoSports.com. And you can see the entire broadcast schedule, not just for District 6, but the entire state by clicking on the Game Streams tab on the homepage of IdahoSports.com. Let's finish with the Tiger Grizz cross-country invitational, Lance. Last week, for the first time ever, IdahoSports.com did a live video broadcast of cross-country in the state of Idaho, probably long overdue. uh, And it was a lot of fun. You know, we had... Uh, four individual winners. Three of the four were sophomores. And then the team titles, you know, Rocky Mountain came over and swept the 5A uh, boys and girls titles. But then you had, so no surprises, I think, so Soda Springs on the girls' side and Sugar Salem on the boys' side winning team titles. Yeah, and even down in the junior high, you know, Sugar Salem was able to pick up a, a victory as well. And, and South Fremont, uh, both the boys and girls, uh, had a good showing as well and and uh I, I you know the you know being a parent of of a number of children that have run cross country i've of course attended this event uh you know many many times and and it is a fun event there's a lot of athletes and a lot of people that go there and show up and um it's 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 one of the if not the pre, well it's the premier event for cross country in southeast idaho uh you know and you get a lot of schools from out of state uh that that come up to this as well so it's uh it's one of those things that that is um, is really looked forward to by a lot of these athletes. Of course, you have Bob Furman coming up in, in Boise, up in the Boise Valley as well, which is a you know a, more of a of a larger regional event, uh, but very very competitive and and uh, these kids look forward to it all year long. Yeah, Tiger Grizz is one of the signature cross-country events in the state, no doubt about that. And and the four champs, Lance, all came from District 6. Jerisa, yeah, Jackson, right. Jerisa Jackson started it with a win uh, for the Sugar uh, Girls with an individual title in the B heat of the varsity. When we say B yeah. heat, it was just the 3A, 2A, 1A schools. So. Yeah, yeah. once you have, you have the 5A, 4A in one bracket mm-hmm. and then the 3A, 2A, 1A in another right. bracket. So Jerisa Jackson from Sugar Salem won. And then uh, Neela Roberts, who I, I think is going to win the individual girls cross-country title this year. Uh, oh, yeah. She's just a sophomore from Skyline. She won the A heat for the girls. And then on the boys' side, uh, Salmon kept it in the family. The Salmon Savages, you know, Jonathan Simmons, who was such a great uh, track and, and cross-country runner for Salmon, has graduated. He's uh, serving a – I think he's going to go serve a mission and, and then go to Utah State to run. Yeah. That's my understanding as well. Yeah. So he, and, but right now he's still at home in salmon waiting to, uh, to depart for his uh, mission. And so he's helping train up these younger salmon runners, his younger brother, sophomore Danny Simmons ended up winning the boys B heat, which was really fun. And then you had uh, another sophomore win the, the a heat for the boys, Luke Affey from Idaho falls. And so I think it's no surprise Lance, but once again, I think a lot of the, uh, individual and team championships at state cross country in October are going to end up coming on back to the east side of the state. Well, and it, it tends this, this part of the state just tends to be very, very good at that. And, uh, and, and Simmons would have actually won the larger school size as well. So he ran a 16 flat. Uh, and, you know, you know, he was the fastest of all the boys in that at 16 flat. 
uh, as well. He was in the B division, but but uh, would have won that. And he was a sensational freshman as well. But Luke Athey, a sophomore, 16, 13, what a great time, you know, uh, uh, to win that on all of these, uh, you know, these these runners. Jerisa uh, uh, Jackson, I know her very well, uh, you know, know her family. Of course, they're a track and cross-country family. And and I spent a lot of time during the track season, you know, conversing with them as well. And and uh, it's, uh, of course, Soda Springs, always tough, always tough, uh, and would, would compete very well, not just in 2A, but in 3A and 4A as well, uh, most years, year in, year out. So um, anyway, Tiger Grizzly is, if you have never attended that before, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, and we we had so much fun broadcasting it. I think it might become an annual event for us here at I Iowa. I hope so. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. We had a lot of fun. So it's going to be a lot of fun this week too, Lance. Lots of good football and soccer and volleyball action. Uh, volleyball Bonneville is the top ranked team in the coaches poll for four A. Sugar Salem is the top ranked team in three A. They might be the best. I, them and Skyview, I think, uh, in the five A ranks are the two best overall programs in the state for volleyball. So a lot of exciting yeah. volleyball action heating up as well. And we'll be here to talk about it all next week on another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast, sponsored by Pure Adrenaline Motorsports. Uh, Lance, it's good to have you back. <laughs> it's good to be back. Good to be back. <laughs> all right. For Fresh Lance, Idaho air. Fresh yeah, Idaho air. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Get you out of that Midwest air for sure. That's right. <laughs> yeah. For, for Lance Taylor, I'm Brandon Bainey. Thanks for tuning into the East Idaho PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com.